GM Dreamstream Machine Podcast. Fellows and Sheilas, welcome back to Vol Supreme Synth VGM Dreamstream Machine Podcast, the podcast that plays the synthiest synth video game music in all the universe. Now, this is going to be a very special episode indeed, because we are going to be dealing with the nichiest of niches ever to be niched. Ladies and gentlemen, we are diving deep into the world of synthy cat video game music. And look, it also gives me great pleasure to introduce this episode's guest who will be helping me claw through these ma- this mammoth task. Fellas and Sheilas, all the way from the other side of the globe, from Canada, he's a video game music composer and a feline expert. Please give it up for the man of steel himself, Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ryan Steele. Welcome to the show, Ryan. G'day, mate. Oh, I thought you were a Canadian, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm up here from, uh, I'm from up under, don't you know? I went for a walkabout, used to be from down south, now I'm from up under. I think I had a joke, um, yeah, not really a joke, but on my last episode of um, season one, when we played your pick, I said that I, I didn't even know what your voice sounded like because everything you sent me was different. And then I'd listen to you on another podcast and it seemed different again. So, and then you throw in the Aussie voice just as we're starting and you just completely shattered my mind. What can I say, bud? I got my Tim Tams and ready to go. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we are going to be going through, we've both chosen around about 10 or more of our favorite synthy cat video game songs that we've found from from all kinds of video game places. But before we get into that, the reason we have the main reason we have you on the show is so that we can go through your soundtrack that was released last year. And ladies and gentlemen, that soundtrack is Catlandia Crisis at Fort Porfrint. Why am I finding it so hard to talk? Anyway, um, this soundtrack came out last year, am I correct? About mid last year? Yeah, betcha. It was like uh, yesterday, one year ago, don't you know? And you are the composer of this amazing Catlandia soundtrack, are you not? Is that not correct? Um, I like to think of myself as a master at forgery, so yes. <laughs> well, I think you've done a very excellent job at forgery because we, we're going to check out the soundtrack i've chosen two tracks to play you've chosen three um i would love to go through those tracks one at a time talk about the tracks you can give us a little bit of insight into what is catlandia and then we will jump into 
the mammoth task of playing synth cat VGM. So how about, let's kick things off with your first pick. I believe it is a spark in the air. I believe so. At least that's what I think it's called when I wrote it. I don't actually remember what the band cap title is. I think it's still a spark in the air. Yeah, no, I think it is too. So, all right, let's play that and we'll come back and talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is A Spark in the Air from Catalandia by Ryan Steele. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a spark in the air, and that was a pretty that was a pretty epic and uh, emotional emotional track. I'd love to know where that sits in this cute <laughs> this cute cat RPG that is Catlandia. But maybe first, Ryan, you can um, give us a little rundown of what the game actually is, and um, then we can. And I'd love to hear how that song actually fits into the game. All right. So Catlandia is a 2D RPG featuring your favorite felines and other creatures, such as dogs, magpies, raccoons, and more dogs, and magpies, and owls, and more dogs. But most importantly, cats with hats and costumes. 
In this 2D cat adventure, you will encounter dogs and more dogs in which you will fight with many cat puns and nothing else that comes to mind. However, I can inform you that it's a whole lot of fun. It has a really fun combat system, which is fairly difficult until you understand how it works. There is an exposure system in which you have to hit the enemies with the right amount of attacks to increase the exposure and which then allows every attack to be a critical hit, which is necessary for every combat because otherwise you will be riggedy wrecked in the Dark Souls difficulty that should be that really shouldn't be there in a cat RPG. But we did it anyways, because <laughs> what's our target audience? It's not children. It's adults who have played RPGs and love cats. Very niche. Yeah, I had a quick play of it yesterday and I was very pleasantly surprised as to how funny it was. When I looked at just the artwork on its own, I, did, I honestly didn't really know what to expect coming into the game. And once I started playing a lot of the dialogue and that was really quite funny, but look, this is all about the, about the music. So I have been listening to your soundtrack quite a bit since you've put it out and I, I really enjoy it. And I really enjoy the, um, the variation of tracks. And it's one of the things I'm quite interested in, um, both hearing from you where the tracks fit into the game and also as I play through the game, just just waiting to see my favorite R. Diddy Steel song pop up in the background. <laughs> so, where, yeah, I guess you could explain how that last song fits into the game. To me, it sounds like a um, real, I guess, yeah, kind of suspense, anticipation leading up to some really dramatic cat and dog fight. Well, uh, A Spark in the Air is a nod to the final boss in the main story. Um, there's more bosses in the DLC, so this was written before we did our updated content. It is the area theme for Sparkplug, which is the final boss in the game. Sparkplug's uh, identity is electric. That's why he is known as the electric dog in the other track. So in the area, um, I have taken the main melodic idea, which is in the pipe organ sound, uh, from that next following track. So it is foreshadowing the next song to come. And then it's a lot of synthetic arps. And then it goes from having these arped rhythmic drums and it kind of flows into the pipe organ section and from there it kind of builds into the my nod to Beethoven's symphony moonlit sonata using our, our running arpeggio which is going up and down the piano and I'm panning it left and right and I had an, um, an idea of having it on the forefront for a while but then it just kind of didn't feel quite right so then I, I draw a I pulled it back, I put it in the background, and then I just made the harpsichord and other instruments have more of an emphasis, an emphasis, and then building that emotion. Um, I really like the simplicity behind the track and foreshadowing as a, an idea of a boss battle to come. Yeah, and so that's the electric dog, and I, I've actually chosen that song to end the episode on, so we'll come back to that one right at the end and it's my goodness it's a 
it's quite a it's quite a journey that song and it, we go from all kinds of different styles and yeah that electric dog is um prog metal is how i would simply describe it it was written when i was i used to be playing in a prog metal band and therefore the influences of prog metal was there all right well up next i would like to play a song that i've chosen um it's catlandia it's not necessarily a synth soundtrack um to me it seems like you've flavored a lot of the songs with hints of synth here and there but um this next track that i've chosen is sleepy boy this is a fantastic track again another a swing in a another completely different direction i think this is just a it was just a very pleasant and uplifting track so let's give it a listen is this is sleepy boy from catlandia by Ryan Steele.
ladies and gentlemen, that was Sleepy Boy from Catlandia. And I really like that song. To me, it's just an extremely pleasant song. Every note seems to be just in the right, in the place you want it to be, just to, you know, really lift the spirits and make you feel nice and relaxed. And it's a, it seems a little bit heroic as well. There's something a little bit um, relaxed but heroic about it. Yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit, of mo- little bit more about this sleepy boy we were listening to. Oh, he's a sleepy boy, don't you know? Uh, the sleepy boy is known as Fetch. He is a Shiba Inu ally. He is known as one of the good boys. The ones who are, uh, you know, all about getting those heckin' treats and uh, don't do no bamboozling. He's a good boy, don't you know? Um, Fetch is an NPC in Catlandia, and he is he informs you that Sparkplug is the real bad guy here, and he's here to help you out. So, when you first meet him, you get his daytime Fetch theme, and then this one plays when you're in nighttime when you find Fetch. And then there is a third iteration for the DLC when you're in the, uh, the construction yard, which, incidentally will be the track that'll be coming up next. So what I did is I took the percussion elements from the yard, and then I just put the Fetch's theme over top of it. So I have three iterations of this song. Um, So Fetch is just an NPC friend for you to talk to. And with his name, Fetch, eyeglass tilt, um, eyeglass rays here, he sends you on a Fetch quest to receive pieces of paper for him of his diary and therefore dog pun fetch okay but he's not is he a dog 100% he's a Shiba Inu oh yeah of course so the dogs aren't all bad no the good boys the good boys the ones who are have heard about treats the treats from the masters the gods who are they've heard that the, the treats that if they do the, the principles of the good boys that they'll be rewarded in treats which are uh, if I remember correctly, heckin' delicious. <laughs> I'm a little bit annoyed that I haven't I haven't gotten further into this game because everything you're saying sounds very very interesting, and I wish I wish I'd um, already known about it beforehand. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. So yeah, so what track have you got up for us next? I have the yard from the game Catlandia Crisis at Four Paw Print, composed by. Now, I think I have his name correct. Uh, Rian Lastilio. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let it roll.
ladies and gentlemen, that was The Yard from Catalandia. And I love that. That was really gave me vibes of old 70s crime films. Had the really, really solid groove all the way through. And again, to me, it just sounded like another, another song where every note's just kind of perfectly placed. Nothing's overdone. And you were mentioning while we were listening to it, it's a fairly, it's one of the more simple songs, but I think, I think it's very effective. So, well done. Another, another classic banger from Ryan Steele. So tell us, tell us a little bit about the yard. You've kind of in, introduced us to it. I'd love to know a little bit more how this, this amazing track fits into the game. So after you beat the game, after you beat Spark Plug. Uh, you are allowed to continue your adventure with some new updated content, which was added last October, in which you go up to a construction yard and um, fight a bulldog and a bulldozer and a Chuck Russell Terrier with a jackhammer. <laughs> and this Brilliant. is the track. I love it. This is the track that plays while you're inside the yard and you're adventuring. And then eventually you come to the Tall House, which is a you know a new facility you can go to, and you climb up and fight enemies, and eventually you fight the boss at the top, like any good beat 'em up final fight game has. Boss is always at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I I love that. Imagine if I was playing and that music was going in the background, I'd feel pretty invincible. But um, up next, I have chosen. I could say this is possibly my favorite song of the soundtrack and I just think this has got a really it matches the title perfectly the music as you would expect from a a fine composer as yourself the darkness in the trees I think this is a really cool uh, mysterious sounding track ladies and gentlemen I would love you all to hear it right now enjoy
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Darkness in the Trees. And I certainly feel when I'm listening to that song that I'm in some mysterious magical forest or something like that. It's really cool. Most of the song has a, a slightly sinister but mostly mysterious kind of vibe for me. And then I really I really like it how in that um in the bridge section the mood shifts a little bit and I think that's a I think that's a, a clever trick when you've got songs that are just on loop continuously. You get it kind of without making it too jarring, you it's nice to bring the mood away a little bit and then boom back into the yeah, it, every you can always come back into anything with a massive Tom roll, can't you? Just some Phil Collins. <laughs> classic, absolutely classic. I, actually, I'm not sure why I didn't put that in the song. That was probably a mistake. But uh, anyway, there's always uh, Cutlandia too. It's called copyright. <sighs> yeah, but you could have just you know, you could have just done it at a different tempo. <laughs> You can't copyright a, a drum fill. <laughs> you can sure try. You just have to. I'm sure Gene Simmons would try. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. But look, we are coming up to our last Catlandia truck for now. Um, I'm kind of feeling a bit sad about that actually, but at the same time, I realise that we still have the mammoth task of taking on the entire world's collection of synth cat VGM. So, yeah, why don't you... Uh, I'd, yeah, again, I'd love to hear how that last song fits into the game. Sure, sure. And then why don't you bring us into your last track, which is, another, again, another, even though I didn't pick it, it's another of my favourites from the, from the soundtrack. But we'll get to that shortly. The Darkness in the Trees. Originally written by Ryan Steele, was used to be called Whisker Woods Night because it played in the Whisker Woods at night. And I'm not very creative with song titles. I'm very straight to the point. So luckily, Ryan Brimsgrove, the lead composer and writer, gave me these songs a much better track name than I did. This song plays in the Whisker Woods at night time. So you explore Wicker Woods you explore the Whisker Woods during the daytime, and there's certain things you can't do, like get into certain areas because it has solar panel electric fences. Because when all the humans are gone, the sun still shines. And so some of the old magic is still in the land, even though there's no humans. So you have to wait till nighttime to go into certain areas where the electric fence is no longer up and running. Well, but you're, while you're there, it's dark. The raccoons are out. The owls are about. Ah, oh, yes, it is dark and sinister. And with that dark and sinister track, there is a heavy metal fight song instead of a synth-based RPG-esque Final Fantasy battle music. And that is... Are you leading into your Jackhammer song now? No, not really. Jackhammer's That's, theme? Uh, Jackhammer's theme is actually the final track in the game. Oh, wow. Okay. It's when you have ascended the towers of Babel and you are coming to pierce the heavens themselves and you fight the mighty Jack Russell, known as Jackhammer. <laughs> and I don't think this is actually called Jackhammer's theme. The real name is Hammered Concrete, 
which is uh, a track that goes many places and was the most recent song that I had written for this game because most of the music was written over the span of five years before I went to audio school, afterwards, during audio school. And so this was the very last song I wrote and probably one of the only few songs on the album which the guitars are on time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, lo- I love this next track. I particularly love the second half because mm, the too. first half... The first half is good, but then when it hits the second part with all those crazy chromatic kind of sections, it really starts to get a little bit wild. And it's, it's quite different from the first half, but then when it all comes back together, it comes back together really nicely at the end, I think. So, um, yeah, why don't you introduce this next track and we'll give it a listen. This is Hammered Concrete by Ryan Steele from the game known as Catlandia, Crisis at Four Pawprint.
Ladies and gentlemen, that epic track was Hammered Concrete, also known as, well, what's his name? Jack Russell, the Jackhammer. The <laughs> Jackhammer! <laughs> the ultimate, ultimate boss. That, was, that, that song is just completely epic from start to finish. And even though it starts off pretty heavy metal, I think the intensity is still there in that second half when it goes all just wild and there's all those marimbas come in and stuff like that. I love it. It's great. Very excellent tunes. And folks, I am a little bit sad that we're leaving Catlandia, but, but we do have one more song for you at the end of the episode. And Ryan, if people want to buy the game or the soundtrack, what should they do? Well, I would inform them that Catlandia can be found on multiple platforms such as Steam, iOS and Android, and itch.io. You can find the soundtrack either through Steam or at Bandcamp. Sweet, and I will leave links in the description, no doubt. But ladies and gentlemen, up now, is the second part of today's episode and if you thought things were wild before things are going to get absolutely insane now because we're diving even deeper into the world of cats ryan would you like to bring us in to section two please okay welcome to the synth cat bgm selection this is where we listen to the Cynthia Synth Cat tunes in the whole universe. <laughs> yes, and look, I'm excited. This first track that I have picked is... I've deliberately put this as the first song here because I think it goes really, really well with um, the styles of some the style of some of the songs of Catlandia again this is this is a track that at first glance first oral glance it sounds like a uh, pretty symphonic sounding track but uh, like a lot of your tracks there's these um, these underlying synth parts that are adding extra colors and textures to all the different parts so i can't wait for you to listen to this i think you're gonna really love it this we'll talk about the song when we come back uh and the game but um this is boss shefanoff from the game cat girl without salad amuse boucher extra crispy i'll just wait for that loud vehicle to go past <laughs> extra, extra crispy. crispy or originals yeah, that's what it's called. Extra Crispy or Original Soundtrack by the legendary Jake Kaufman. I have a feeling Donnie Smalls would like this song as well. So it's it, extra, it, crispy, extra, extra crispy, extra crispy. <laughs> Absolutely extra crispy. Yeah. So this is this is fantastic, dramatic, cat-related track. And I think, I think what we should do for every song, we haven't necessarily given ourselves any rules for this cat this cat episode except that it has to be music from a game and have at least a little bit of synth in there 
So I think it would be fun for us to try and justify why we think each of these tracks should be on the list. Um, I will do that when we come back. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Boss Shefanoff by Jake Kaufman. Enjoy. Shefanoff from Cat Girl Without Salad, Amuse Boucher, Extra Crispy, or original soundtrack by the legendary Jake Kaufman. What did you think about that, Mr. Steele? Tell me, Cloud, what do you treasure most so I can take it away? It sounds like. <laughs> Got some serious one-winged yes, angel I, I vibes. Did. Yeah, I, I have a feeling Jake Kaufman, even though he's a seriously great composer, he doesn't take his music too seriously. He's quite happy to um, have a bit of a joke. And this this game is definitely not a serious game. I, I checked it out. Pretty much all these songs um, are from games that I haven't played, except for maybe one or two. Um, I haven't played this, so I, but I looked it up. It's a... Uh, like, I mean, it looks like an average to good side-scrolling shoot-em-up. Um, but the funny thing about this game is there's just dialogue the whole way through. Um, the main character... The main character, Kabaku, um, is a cat girl. So that's where I'm... You know, when you've got cat girl in the title of the game, I think that's a pretty safe bet that... That's going in the list, but um, yeah, there's just lots of really funny dialogue going on, and this boss battle scene is, I think you would love it if you listened to it, um, or if you watched it, watched it or played it. 
He's this really pretentious um, chef, and he basically is attacking her with these crazy recipes and make, throwing insults at her because she only likes fast food and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. It's 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 pretty funny, um, but yeah, I love I love that track, and I think it was a good segue um, from. Hammered Concrete. It did have a pretty epic vibe like Hammered Concrete did. Yeah, so I would, I'm would. i very interested to see what you've got coming up next. You do, because I didn't put anything on your little list because I'm still requesting edit access at this point. So it's going to be a surprise for everyone, even me, because I haven't chose my numbers. <laughs> there we have, go. A person has been added. You're no longer an anonymous grizzly bear. Nice. I'm going to put in my first track. There. Well, Volts Baby, or as I used to say, Volts Baby, you ready for this next hot little number, Voltsy boy? Mm. This next one, just like you, is highly wanted. It's Wanted Nia from the game Xenoblade Chronicles 2 by that fabulous composer group called Ace. Give it a hot little listen. Just a real good one. I love that Wanted Nia vibe. Just a real banger with cheese. I love those subtle synth vibes with that TR-909 or 808 clap and that little bit of synth bass coming into that percussion section. I can tell you there's a little 
little smidgen of uh, synthetic percussion in some of that other sections there. Just sliding in the synth whenever I can. <laughs> yeah, oh, look, you're, you're close to a strike one there, but that was an excellent, that was an excellent track. A lot of fun. Um, I would, I am interested in knowing um, how this made it onto the cat list. What is it that makes this a cat song? Well, have you ever played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Volt Supreme? I have not. Well. I have not. Just like your previous track, Nia is a cat girl. <laughs> Excellent. Have you actually played the game yourself? 100%. Beat the game. Haven't touched the DLC content, but I have beat the main story. Yeah, it's a whole... Um a whole franchise of games that I've been interested in but I've never I've never gone beyond listening to a couple of the soundtracks I've never actually played any of the games any game that allows me to live through my my anime weeaboo trash lifestyle I'll do it <laughs> well that was that was an excellent track we're, we're off to a absolutely perfect start um, so the next track now this is this is um, this is an interesting one. Of all the tracks I had picked out, this is the one I was considering taking off the list, just because it's not it's not a uh, it's not a real banger. But the thing about this song is that I found myself singing the melody to this song multiple times. I would literally wake up in the morning and this the melody to this song would be in my head and I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why but um for that reason I left it on the list and so this is this next track is called Robot Builder from the game Night in the Woods where you play as the main character May who is a cat so there's a little cat reference there not much synth in this soundtrack either but um, yeah, this was a case of basically going through uh, multiple hours worth of a soundtrack to find <laughs> maybe just one, one track with synth in it. So this is Robot Builder from Night in the Woods by Alec Holoka. Please, please enjoy. Thank you. 
Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that was Robot Builder from Night in the Woods by Alec Holoka, if I'm saying that correctly. Um, I've played this game, it's a pretty pretty decent game, uh, pretty well made, and um, I, think it's, I think it's basically an indie game. Um, I, I played it for a little bit, it was good, it's kind, it's kind of, um, you know, reading the reviews and stuff like that. I would say, and I hope I'm not offending anyone, it's a pretty depressing kind of game, and it seems to be a good game for sad and lonely people, and I don't think I'll play the game again, because there's been some pretty uh, horrific stories related to the, de- the one of the main developers of this game, and just to play it, and it reminds me of all that bad stuff, so... I will be avoiding this game from now on, but it is, no doubt, Night in the Woods is a great little indie game if you're a sad and lonely person. (laughs) But yeah, what what did you think of that track? It was a little bit underwhelming, but again, that simple melody, I just could not get it out of my head. Just, I'd go through all my songs, listening to them, making sure they're all good, and that was the one that stuck in my head. What did you think, Ryan? I like the the glitchy uh, aspect of it, and the melodic idea, and that simple um, rhythmic pattern that it uses. Um, even tonally, reminds me a lot of Mystical Ninja starring Goemon on the Nintendo 64. Just some of something about it just really makes me think about that uh, that vibe that it had that kind of upbeat but somewhat simple however i will say mystical ninja starring goemon had some really really good songs that uh were yeah, a bit more exciting than this look it only gets more and more exciting from here and speaking of exciting i am i am shaking in my seat waiting to find out what this next track is that you've picked well you wanted something depressing well i have haunted house from the game Hello Kitty Big City Dreams by Greg Chun, which I will say, I have never played this game, but I like Hello Kitty. You ready for a total banger from a Hello Kitty game? I am, yes. All right. Prepare to be whelmed. City Dreams by Greg John. That was great. I mean, you you cannot have a haunted house song without some sort of synth theremin, <laughs> synth theremin sound, can you? No. One does simply not make one without. Now, Ryan, I hear that you're a um. What well, I know is the fact that you're you're a huge Hello Kitty fan. 
well, how does this song compare to, you know, all the other Hello Kitty soundtracks you love to listen to? Uh, you know, it's real spooky. Um, I will say, from all the Hello Kitties that I've listened to, it's... I would say that they they don't escape the trope pocket. I'll just say it simple. It's exactly what you expect to hear when you hear Hello Kitty Disco or Hello Kitty Arcade Rock and Rockabilly Rock and Roll. It's like it makes me think about that. Uh, mm, what was that? The episode you had with Donnie and uh, Seth. Donnie and Seth, yeah. You know from David Wise that uh, California. Yeah, the California games, you know, where he's like, okay, you got something going here, but you're not really straying and not really doing something creative or new. It's mostly a lot of that. However, luckily, most of the tracks are at least compositionally solid and they're enjoyable and upbeat and pleasant. They're safe. They're safe, yeah. Now, that, that, was a, that was a very enjoyable track. Very enjoyable. <clears throat> let's, move, let's move on to my next pick, though. Um, unless you have anything else you want to say about that track yourself. Not really. I can tell you that this track plays. Well, in, in the game, you're in on a haunted house amusement ride. And it's just kind of weird how a song would dead end and then start again while you're on a rail. <laughs> so what? It doesn't loop properly. No, it just dead ends, starts again. <laughs> and it's a long ride. <laughs> so you oh, hear it multiple gosh. times. Cuts t- again from the top. Yeah, I get Hello Kitty, you know, they don't have a very they don't have a very big budget. It's quite a small franchise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you can't hire actual developers. It's not like you've ever seen a company make a game just based entirely on what the intellectual property is for profit. Especially the era of Game Boy <laughs> Advance and DS. Uh, that is that is the perfect segue into our next track. So the next the next track I've chosen chosen is from the game Blinks the Time Sweeper. And now Blinks is a cat and he's the main character. And apparently back in the um, the original Xbox days, um, you had I think it was Sony had their Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Nintendo I guess had Mario. And um, Xbox wanted to have their own special mascot character. So theirs, their attempt was basically Blinks the cat. I don't know how successful they were. <laughs> but um, anyway, this is... I Listening through this um, soundtrack and also Blinks 2, there's some really good music on these soundtracks. And I highly, I highly recommend checking it all out because I had a lot of trouble just picking one song to play and there's nothing really stood out they were all just quite good but anyway this next track is forge of hours from blinks the time sweeper uh written by kichi sugiyama please please enjoy
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Forge of Hours from Blinks the Time Sweeper by Kichi Sugiyama. Um, I like that track. I think um, it has a pretty. It's it's got a bit of a darker vibe than the rest of the soundtrack. Um, but I yeah I highly. I don't think there's much more needs to be said about that. But I think I highly recommend checking out both of the Blinks uh, soundtracks because they're. They're really quite fun. That was there's some a bit more experimental and uh, humorous tracks as well on there. So definitely check it out. What, what did you think about that track? I really enjoyed that arpeggiating sweepy business around the two minute mark. That's just going on a journey, and then it comes bringing back down. The track goes and it moves and it sways and it goes up and down and it has curves in all the right places, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I certainly do. That's that's exactly why I chose it. Was that a cat purr I just heard? Alright, well, there we go. Another great great cat track. And I... I'm pretty keen to hear what you've got next. Well, it's not the Sugar Hill Gang, but it's the the Super Bell Hill from Super Mario 3D World by the Mario 3D World Band, which is comprised of Mahito Yokota, Toru Minigishi, Yasukai Iwata, and Koji Kondo. All the classics. This must be a good song, and I will admit I have not listened to this soundtrack at all. Let's give it a whirl. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Super Bell Hill 
from Super Mario 3D World, and my goodness, that was a synth VGM classic right there. And I would, I would love to know, I would love to know um, what the cat reference is, and also how how it made it to my extremely, my extremely narrow um, podcast genre niche of um, synth VGM but no that was a that was an excellent track <laughs> well let me tell you a story Volts baby when you have the original synth the electric piano laying that do 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 and that sweet boots and cats and boots and cats on that kick that sweet percussion that's all synth baby that's the sweet spot as for cats volts baby you the cats is clearly comes from the boots and cats bit actually no um the cats come from the whole game is actually about cats if you've never actually seen this game uh mario gets a bell instead of like a tanuki leaf he gets a little bell and when you get the bell you turn into a cat and you have a little cat suit, and there's Cat Mario and Luigi Mario and uh, sorry, Luigi kittens <laughs> and Mario kittens and Peach kittens. They all turn into cats, and they can run, and they can pounce, and they can climb on walls, and they go screech, 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 and they're just total dorbs. It was the biggest hit. It was Mario cashing in on the cat craze. <laughs> Well, that, yeah, no, I haven't played it at all. Is that a um, Switch game? It is, actually. It just came out on the Switch uh, with a deluxe version with Bowser's Fury. It was just Bowser's a Fury. Wii U game, and now it's been ported. Nice. Well, as always, the anyone who seems to make music for Mario, I guess they must have pretty, you know, pretty tight specifications on composer quality because... Pretty much all the Mario soundtracks are top-notch. Absolutely top-notch. When you're Nintendo's biggest so, property... Anyway, I really enjoyed that. What was that? When you're Nintendo's biggest property, I think you kind of have to be uh, a little bit above the rest. Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Well, I'm going to take us in a completely different direction now from going from a huge franchise down to a very, very tiny indie game. Um, now, this this game was actually made uh, by two people in one month, and I think it was for a, a competition. And the one of those people did the soundtrack. I'm guessing they also contributed to the development as well. Um, that's person goes by the alias of Night Margin. Um, but this is basically from an RPG Maker game. And the main character is a cat guy. And so I could have chosen any, anything from this soundtrack, but I even... I've gone for the double. I've even got cat in the title. So this is on little cat feet. <laughs> Can't tell if you screen's frozen. <laughs> Alright, I'd love to talk more about this game when we come back because this is actually really interesting. But this track is on Little Cat Feet um, from the game One Shot. 
by the composer Night Margin. Please enjoy. Little Cat Feet from the game One Shot by Night Margin. Now, this um, this game's got a little bit of an interesting story behind it. The game is titled One Shot for one reason. You literally have one go of playing this game. One go. You Just got. one. So, if you close, <laughs> if you close out of the game, you can't get back in. You can shop five or six stores, or just one. I don't need friends. They just disappoint me. Yep. And (laughs) this game, this game looks very interesting. I've been meaning to play it, but I, I didn't, I I didn't know actually is as interesting as it as it is after I looked at some reviews and stuff. So you get one chance to play the game. If you close out of the game. That's it. And there is no more. No more chances. You can't get back into the game unless you build a new PC. And I think, I don't know, what did you, what did you think about that song? It's pretty kind of, it's pretty dark and there's not a lot of synth, but a lot of the sampled sounds are certainly manipulated like, like a synth is with em- envelope filters and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'd be interested to know what you thought about that dark little number, Mr. Steel? Well, it made me think about dark Christmases. And my first thought when I think about Dark Christmas, although it's not a dark movie, um, Home Alone has some 
darker themes and tones in it and that's just my first thought it to me it sounds like a really wintry track um just dark like you're you're going through the sewers it's it feels um kind of industrial kind of area i have no idea what this cat game is about but that's just the vibes i get from it yeah well i think the the themes of this game are pretty dark this cat character is basically um has to save the entire entire existence and he's come from some other dimension and i think one of the interesting things about this because you only get one shot at it and there's there are two endings so you know it kind of I don't know about me, about you, but I'm not the kind of person that will play a game twice to see two different endings, and I, re- I rarely even play a game to the end. But um, with this game, I think it's pretty short. But you get to the end, and without playing it, this is my explanation. You need to decide whether you are going to return home, or whether you were going to save this world you're on. So yeah, I think it's a it's a relatively dark game it's definitely visually dark as well but yep i think i think we should move on to the next track now i'm once again ultra ultra excited to see what you've got coming up next well i have i'm gonna go on an even darker journey about as dark as it's going to get tonight this is the song psycho from the game the cat lady written by Mikkel, a.k.a. Mika Mike Mikowski. All right. Looking forward to it. Psycho. Bang that track. Thank you. 
That was Psycho from the game The Cat Lady, written by Michael, or Mikael, Mika Mike, Mikoski. That was that was a extremely interesting track. It went so many different places. I'd love to tell me tell me more about this this song and this game. All right, so I watched about two to three hours of gameplay. It is a point and click adventure of a depressed lady who kills herself and she goes into purgatory and while in purgatory she is granted eternity eternal life so she can get killed as many times as she needs to to go back and stop five serial killers and so uh she awakens in the hospital and it's a point and click adventure it deals with super dark themes um her psychiatrist ends up killing her and she revives inside of his torture dungeon in which he is arranging human beings into art after he's killed them. And this song plays when you wake up from inside his torture dungeon and he's not aware that you're al- alive because he killed you. And so there's victims strung about this dungeon and you make items and you eventually kill him. And that's pretty much the story for the rest of the game is you encounter someone in the game who then kills you. It's like, for example, the next group is a uh, uh, pest control who was called because they you have too many cats. So then they gag you, kill you, plan to eat you. You come back, you kill them. It's just basically how the game goes. It's super dark. <laughs> that sounds horrific. Well, there you go, folks. There's a there's a warning. Never, never play the game, the Cat Lady. Um, it's so unless dark. Unless you want to, you. I was very I, welcome. I was very disturbed just, while watching. <laughs> you just, oh, what's gonna happen next? Yeah, gosh. You, you, it's one of those things where you, it's like you just like how how much darker can this get? And it just it just keeps going. Oh wow! Uh, it doesn't doesn't really sound like my kind of game. No, um, probably not. But I, the next track that I've uh, <laughs> the next track I've picked will take us uh, back up to the surface, up to the bright sunny sky. So this next track, um, I don't even know what it, what it is. It's, it was just ripped out of a game, so it's just track thirteen. Uh, but it's from Doraemon Nobita no Shin Makai Daibuken which is a DS game and apparently in Japan this Doraemon thing is um, this character, this robotic cat is massive huge massive <laughs> yeah, and the franchise basically starts back in the 60s with, uh, with the manga. And um, I went through... I did do an episode doing, I think it was Doraemon 4 on Super Nintendo. I did an episode, the poker episode in space. And that is still my favorite soundtrack I've found so far. But this, this soundtrack was is also, also pretty good. But I went through quite a few of these soundtracks to try and pick one one song apparently there's about 63 video games in this franchise
This is it. Track 13. <laughs> I feel like I can't play the song by just saying track 13, but here it is. Track 13. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> 